Hello and welcome back to Pod Save the Queen, the Daily Mirror's royal podcast. Happy New Year. Happy it's New 2019 Year. and this is our first episode of the New Year. I'm your host, Anne Griffith, and I am joined by Russell Myers, the Daily Mirror's royal correspondent. Hello. And Amber Grafland, our head of style, director of style. Hello. So many different hats she <laughs> Such wears. Such a good title. Such a good title. Um, and probably the first... Properly big royal news, maybe of the year this year. Then that Meghan has her her patronages have been announced. I know a huge announcement today. Early in the morning, we've had um, announcement of four royal patronages for Meghan. Um, one of them had leaked out sort of last week and last night. There was some sort of someone getting a bit trigger happy from the uh, the so- social media aspect of the National Theatre, and they'd put on their website that an announcement was imminent today. Um, so we got that sort of news early and there have been some rumours about that she was going to become the patron of the National Theatre, which of course she has been handed this role from the Queen. But of course, another um, three big patronages for Meghan um, and one of, the, one of them that she was at today. So um, we've seen her, she likes the theatre. We've seen her at Hamilton um, with Harry, which she's been to on various occasions. So clear, and obviously coming from an acting background, but what are the other what are the other roles? That so yes, yeah, so we've got National Theatre, and I've, then the next one is she's become a patron of the Association of Commonwealth Universities. This is another um, huge charity that the Queen has been uh, patron of for about thirty three years. And um, when uh, I think we were in Cyprus towards the end of last year with um, William and Kate, and then it sort of leaked out again that. Megan had been doing some sort of um, private meetings with the organisation. So, and she'd spoken about this organisation when she was in Fiji, actually. So, again, it's um, it's uh, they, they transformed the power of higher higher education for um, for young people um, within the Commonwealth. So, again, and something that's dear to, to Megan's heart, and she's 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 taken that on. The other one, which we saw her at today, is a charity called Smart Works, which basically helps women um, prep for job interviews that have been out of work for a considerable amount of time and give them sort of a wardrobe to be proud of. And Megan's obviously spoken about this, um, about how empowering clothes can be. We saw her speaking at the British Fashion Council. So, And today she was helping coach some of these women for job interviews and apparently she's been visiting it privately for about a year. So again, another one that she's... You know, maybe we've heard her speak about this sort of passion of hers, but moving forward with this char- this small charity based in London, I think she's um she's going to have a great track record with them. And finally, the other one is an animal wel- welfare charity called Mayhew. Obviously, we know she's a huge animal welfare advocate. She's got two dogs of her own, and um, I, I'm told she can't wait to get started with all four of them. So I think moving forward, we're going to see a few engagements right up until she gives birth in the spring, so probably about mid-March, April time. So they all seem quite a natural fit for her. She's obviously got one of her dogs is a rescue dog, and um, you know, her doing the smart works thing. You know, she's such a good public speaker and very polished at presenting herself, and that sort of. You know, if you could if you could manage to pick up a bit of her easy confidence at dealing with people, like you'd probably smash any job interview, provided you actually knew what it was you were applying for, and <laughs> it would probably help. Would probably yeah. help. Um, and the like the fa- the fashion thing is interesting as well. Like it does make a difference to you how you 
feel depending on what you're wearing because i mean i know we talk a lot about what the royals are wearing and we will inevitably do it again later in this episode yes, I mean, why wouldn't we but she's it does been make very articulate that saying how you know the way she dresses is very important for her role and not just for her any public role so if you are a woman going for an interview then if you look your best you're going to feel your best and i think no one understands that better than her you actually saw pictures of her today actually kind of picking out clothes and styling people which is really nice she got a bit of a laugh when someone put on a green coat a lady called patsy and they should green definitely the colour because we all know Megan loves to wear green um, so that was all lots of laughs but as you say it's a really good cause and it's not only about how they look they give an interview training and it's about how they speak and present themselves so I think it is a really really good fit for her and instantly it's given this charity I know sudden you know exactly. I'd never heard yeah, of it Matt, well they're going to be on the world stage now aren't they and more importantly sort of what they stand for I think is you know, we have seen Megan talk about this empowering nature of fashion and what it means to her and, and what, how it can make other people feel but I think on a base level we can't always Givenchy every day or be at one of these big fashion awards or know these you know high profile fashion designers but from an everyday point of view the very fact that fashion means a lot to different people yeah, at different stages and it can be the, the frivolous tear away from it I know we all like to look at what she's wearing because she always looks very fabulous but actually if you break it down like you've just said it is really important and if you really really want to get a job and you just physically don't have smart enough clothes to go for that interview then you're already on the back foot so she's really giving people a head start definitely and then and she was speaking to some of the women so and and it said um, to us today that she's been in the four or five um recent meetings there with the women that she's been actually coaching them about how to prep for a job interview because obviously she's used to learning lines and prepping f- to to put herself out there and mm. um and and she, i think she's bringing that sort of into the real world of, of meeting these women so i think i think as you said it's a natural fit for her but maybe um so there's been a couple of criticisms today that n- nothing isn't particularly radical but i think cutting her some slack that this is her first foray into royal duty and she's got you know potentially the rest of her days to fall, forge her but her also, own opinions say, and what have you that's my local hospital i didn't know that that charity was based there yeah presumably it's all based on donations of people bringing clothes Absolutely. there now i know they're there i Absolutely. can bring you know i would get involved and i would donate clothes so everybody knows about it today yeah and so presumably the, the scope and the, the, the donations are going to go up i mean it's unimaginable so she'll have a huge impact for them again like we saw like with the grenfell cookbook and this sort of small charity that had been brought from um you know absolute tragedy of the 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 grenfell disaster and from that small little idea they've now managed to keep the kitchen open they got funding for two years coming up and another really worthwhile small community event or charity has been you know put into the spotlight so i think she's doing it perfectly well she's getting a um uh, you know herself to grips with what it means to be a patron, what it means to to be involved in these um, small community projects, and moving forward, I think it's um, it's a perfect foundation. And if there's anybody listening who thinks like, oh, actually, I quite want to hang on to all of my clothes. My clothes are still all right, but actually, my husband's they are ready to <laughs> they are ready to be moved on, or he doesn't quite fit in them anymore, or whatever. There are, there is um there is a place in certainly in London that does a similar thing for yep. men as well, because I've gone and delivered various um, f- you know 
finished with suits and things to their Blackfriars. So anyway, shout out for them. I can't remember their name, but if you Google them, you will find them. Um, so now inevitably we have to talk about what Megan was wearing today. I mean, <laughs> that was a that is some bump that she's got going on. Seems to be it sits very high. Yep, she's and she's very sh- pregnant now. Showed it off in like ultimate black clinging dress that most of us I think would be afraid to wear if we were not pregnant it was so clinging yeah a new maternity brand I hadn't heard of Hutch before so they must be uh clapping in the office today nice bit of publicity for them just it was called the Eliza dress black stretchy as you say most people wouldn't go near it if they weren't pregnant but it looked great on her very simple we know she likes to stick to neutral tones and then she had a very oversized Oscar de la Renta coat on so and then but the I think the the, pe- the bit that brought it together for me was the shoes Oh, really? So she had on a pair of cow print. We all know that animal prints are big. A cow print, Gianvito Rossi shoes. We know she loves that brand. Four inches high. So pretty daring, I think, for someone who's quite heavily pregnant. Most people, most women are stepping away from the heels at that point, but she's still embracing them. Um, I thought they added a bit of fun because it was quite a plain outfit other than that. And then she had a very chic black Victoria Beckham bag. Yeah, she also looks very polished and put together. And actually... For what she was doing today, it was a very smart kind of working woman's outfit, but without being boring. So I think it was perfect for today. Um, she's not the only one that's been out and about this week. Yesterday we saw William in action. I know. That was, this was absolutely amazing, actually. So William was visiting uh, the Royal London Hospital in Whitechapel in East London, uh, which does fantastic work th- throughout the whole, the whole hospital. It's one of the UK's premier um, medical institutions. And he was visiting the London Air Ambulance that are vis- uh, celebrating their 30th anniversary. Again, another patronage for William was announced yesterday that he's going to be the patron throughout this anniversary year but more importantly he flew the helicopter back one of the air ambulance helicopters that went over to Kensington Palace to pick him up he flew it back over to the hospital so apparently he's been keeping his hours up um he obviously he was a an air ambulance uh, pilot himself but hasn't flown since last June uh, well, we hadn't seen him since last June flying, but um, yeah, it was a, a sort of a welcome surprise of him flying through the the, the um, skies of London. Um, anything else in particular that stood out from that engagement? Just well, he was. There's a lot of um, was made about whether he was going to be with his wife on her birthday. It was Kate's thirty seventh birthday yesterday, but we are assured that uh, he made it back in time for tea, and they had a sort of little private party. But he made a couple of jokes about he was in, in the good books because he'd remembered her birthday in the morning. But always um, a good start. Yeah, not. Um, <laughs> So yeah, it was, it was just a sort of a, an, another. We do see Kate and William do a lot of these sort of um, hospital sort of visits, and I think it's a perfect fit for him being a, um, an air ambulance pilot himself. Um, and I guess we're back in it's the start of school term now, really, we're for back, the Royals. We're back with They're the going to be busy. Yeah, we had a sort of quiet period, and we sort of um, end at sort of just um, back end of last year, last week off, and now we've got some several engagements. We've got a big one on Monday going up to Birkenhead, which is in the northwest of England, for those of you who don't know. Birkenhead's uh, near Liverpool. Um, and we've got Meghan and Harry going to the place called the Wirral to visit um, a couple of um, local charities. But they're also 
more poignantly, they'll be opening um, a plaque which is on a sculpture of Wilfred Owen, who's a particularly famous uh, First World War poet um, who lived in Birkenhead as well. So um, that's a sort of a packed day event. So there's some other stuff we can't tell you about until it uh, is announced on the day. Tease. So I will fill you in when I'm on, well, I might even do a location pod from Ooh. on Monday. So um, I'll fill you in when we get there. Excellent. And then... Um, Merseyside is a bit of a hotbed of fashion as well, so it'll be interesting to see whether she wears something that might, you know, one of the local brands or one of the local... Yeah, it will be interesting to see, actually. We know that they do like to get dressed up, and I always think that people love to do this comparison between girls from up north and girls from London saying that we're all a bit more dressed down and a bit more grungy we don't make as much effort whereas they do make more effort with their hair and tend to look more groomed and polished but of course everyone they, does Megan has got no problem with that everyone does on Merseyside they have impeccably turned yes. out most of the time yes it would be interesting to see we'll see how they get on up there and Kate as well yeah we've got, a, we've got a couple of things for Kate on next week on Tuesday she's going to a sort of community gardens in North London towards the I think it was her first job back from maternity we saw her in a sort of another uh, community garden with a load of school kids looking for for mini beasts and bugs and and this time she's going to be um looking after people who have sort of allotments in the community garden in, in north london and then the next day busy week for her she's going to the costume department of the royal opera house which um which again, I'm, I'm look, looking forward to, to going because it will be particularly will resonate particularly for her because I think it was um, her great great grandmother had a textile business and that's her sort of link into the costume department of the of the Royal Opera House. That day, I think you do. <laughs> yeah, do you want to? We yeah. all go. That one does sound. Yeah, that does sound mm, like a good I'd day. love that. Especially if you get to do some dressing up. I mean, I would imagine she doesn't get to do the dressing up, but no. that would be what I would be asking be to do. be a nice idea. Oh, it's a great-great-grandfather. I'm just looking over my notes. It was a, his name is Francis Motonu Lipton. He was a mill owner who ran the family's successful textile manufacturing business with his three brothers. So that's her link in sort of the textile manufacturing industry and her interest with the, um, the costume department. Mm, excellent. Mm. Oh, yeah, you have to think of... You can probably get away with something quite daring for that as, a, yeah. as an outfit, can't you? You know, you're going to be surrounded Dressed by Dressed up like one of the Tudors or something. Yeah. Um, so there was, obviously, at the end... At, you have various end-of-year um, features. If, you, if you're if not done with end-of-year features yet, you can go back and look at um, Amber's collective of Megan's best moments from last year from a fashion point of view. But everybody also always loves to count up the number of official engagements that have been carried out by the various different yeah this of is the a Royal constant family. isn't it towards the end of the year we see how hard they've been working for our taxpayers coin um and no surprise that the princess royal was right up at the top once again she's you know i think she's um patron of hundreds of, of charities and organizations and she's always constantly working whenever you see the court circular which is the, the list of engagements throughout the year and she clocked up more than 180 days despite being i think she's 68 so she's well past her retirement age and she's still working harder than any of the royal family but the queen notched up about 120 so she's still working wow. pretty hard even though she's sort of farming out various patronages like we've seen today with Meghan or various um, engagements so she's so still working days work pr- days work so I think you know if we were to take four day four weeks of holiday I think we would clock up around 240 um, so you know but if with you know there's a lot of traveling involved in these overseas tours a lot of them do um, and, uh, you know, the, I think considering that 
the Princess Royal especially is um, you know, not altogether one of the more glamorous uh, members of the royal family. The, the fanfare doesn't really come with her that would probably would do with the Queen and the younger members, especially the Cambridges and the Sussexes, that um, you know, she's working pretty hard. And I guess you know, the, the, a lot of those days there will be more than one engagement involved. Yes, yeah. And then for each of those engagements, you've also got to do all of the prep so that you remember wh- where you are and which organisation you're with. Yeah. Probably your host is called. Who are the, pe- yeah, who are the yeah. people that you're meeting? I think, what, well, we saw in the documentary, the Prince Charles documentary, that he is, you know, he's the prep king. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's writing letters all the time. He's doing loads of work um, all, you know, uh, around all of these engagements. And in order to be, you know, actively involved in them, then I suppose you've got to do the work. And I don't think we didn't see any slip-ups, especially when they were doing, uh, you know, the big tour with Meghan and Harry. They, you know, we saw Meghan carrying around those sort of four plastic folders all the time of when she was getting off the plane. So they, de- they are definitely sort of doing their prep work. There was a bit of a... Uh, yeah, um, Kate and Meghan maybe came in for a bit of unfair criticism, seeing as Kate did about 60 and Meghan did just over 40. But, you know, cutting them some slack, um, Kate was on maternity leave for about six months um, after she had Prince Louis in April. And Meghan, you know, just did over about 40, but she wasn't a member of the royal family till, um, till after the wedding in May. So, again, she's still finding her feet. Kate's coming back to work. Kate's knocking... Um, up the engagement already so I think this year will be totally different in terms of their numbers and then we'll, we'll see where they are at the end of the year that tour would well. have been exhausting she was pregnant I mean yeah, that would I know, have been yeah. incredibly exhausting well I was sound like a lot cream of days, cracked as well I don't know how yeah. you know they were they were doing long hours I think we spoke about it like last time and you know, it's all well and good that if you've done, you know, you're only doing engagements from like 11 till 4, but you do have to prep for it. You're meeting a lot of people, you know, the eyes of the world are on you most of the time when she's out. I mean, yeah. you've got all the, you know, the royal pack, all the photographers, anything that she says, does, wears or anything is, is all out there. So you've got to be, you've got to be well prepped and I think that um, certainly we're going to see well I mean she'll have the baby sort of in the spring won't we so if she takes off six months or a little bit longer then um, but you know, I think she'll be going to be really busy over the next couple of months at least and obviously the more out, the more engagements you do the more outfits you need yeah so her bill might end up even bigger this year if she ends up doing doing more engagements so there's been a quite a good rundown on a um, one of the fashion bloggers has mm. been, you know, obviously everyone tots things up as they as they go along, and there's there's different ways to do this, aren't there? Because like you know, jewelry, jewelry you're going to wear a lot of times, and inherently it is likely to be more expensive, and it yep. will kind of skew the the value of an outfit quite heavily. Um, and then if there's things that you've worn before, then do you count the cost again, or, or what do you do? But anyway, there's there's yeah, there's always going to be items post. you're not sure of. There is an excellent blog post. You're just calling it UFO this website, so it's, so it's unidentified un- fashion. Oh, it's unidentified no more, I think. Yeah, and it yeah, it's a brilliant website, basically scrutinising and looking at everything that the royals wear. And we've got pie charts here, we've got graphs, we have everything. They're colour-coded to show unidentified items of clothing without price, the, the items that have been identified. But of course, what it comes down to is the head-to-head between Kate and Meghan. And yeah, when you look at it on a graph, it is quite startling. But we talked about this last year. Meghan has obviously worn clothes to a much greater value than clothes that Kate wore. Um, 
But again, we talked about this. A lot of the clothes she would have owned before. She was a successful you know, Hollywood star in her own right, so she had her own money. Interestingly, the, the, show, the shoes that she wore today are really, really old because I recognised them from when she still had her Instagram account and she had Instagrammed her shoe collection. So those shoes that she was wearing today were probably about three, four years old. So we're not seeing, we're not factoring in that element as well. So there are things that she is going to already have owned that will be factored into these. But it doesn't really take away from the fact that they, this is in euros. They totaled up Megan to 479,000 and Kate 61,000. So that in is their, in quite, their respective first years of marriage. Yes, so that is quite a startling contrast. It is. Ru- Russell is like practically wincing. <laughs> 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 I don't think I spent 470 quid <laughs> on those in the last year. Oh, 10 years. Yeah, I mean, when you see it on a graph, it is quite um, startling. But, you know, we've talked about it before. She... <sighs> She has a certain standard. She is used to wearing really expensive clothes. She was a regular fixture on the red carpet at events in Hollywood for years. So, yeah, she has access to, you know, really amazing designers. And this is reflected in the clothes that she wears now that she is a royal. Yeah. So it's UFO No More, the, the blog, and it's, it's well worth checking out. Well worth out. a look. I mean, I've seen, I've seen a lot of things where they, they add it up, but it, they are, it is the best infographic. Yes. <laughs> Highlighting well, it. Maybe we'll see seen, some more sort of hunter wellies and barber jackets now they're moving to the country. Oh, yeah? So they've yeah. got a little place in the Cotswolds. Yeah, which is all being done up at the moment. I think they're, they're aiming to move in somewhere around the sort of time of the birth so or maybe just before so that we're looking at around March time but really there's lots like modest of country living though, I know it, yeah we're talking sort of several you know a hundred thousand or even million pounds being spent on the sort of renovations of this sort of quite grand Does abode very fabulous yeah it's not going to be too shabby that's for no. sure oh well a housewarming party oh yeah so if I get the invite, yeah. invite I'll let you know there won't we'll, be many hunter we'll be good, wellies at that Okay, well, lovely to catch up with you guys again for the first time this year. And um, we will be back very soon. Um, So until next time. Pod save the queen. 